for joining on time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Turning up all devices. I'm so excited to be here on today. I'm going to start peeing in some people. Um, and for those who are going to catch the replay, um, go ahead and share this podcast. Obviously, once it is uploaded, um, it will be uploaded shortly after we are done airing. I'm pinging some people in. We are so excited to have everyone, and we definitely don't want to delay. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Hello, 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 everyone. Um, if you will, as you come in, start pinging some people into this chat room. Um, I remember when we first started, which was the beginning of May, um, we were on fire, and I believe we are still on fire. This room should be with so many people um, from all over but you know what I believe it will reach who it needs to reach at the appointed time so hello everyone my name is Tarita Barron I am the owner and founder of All for One and One for All Incorporated where we seek to be the bridge between the community and equitable education for all children and youth uh, we also offer a scholarship program um, I also have my own Tarita Baron Ministries, uh, which is hard to uh, get away from scripture and all those types of things, even in business, even in your entrepreneurship. So I am so excited to be up here today. Um, I also have a guest, um, Felicia Garrett. She will introduce herself. We also have Ms. Siobhan Annette my other co-hosts and um, hopefully our other co-hosts come in. But if not, we are going to go forward. Today's topic is what does the Bible say about mental illness? Okay. Um, or mental wellness, if you will, because it's the whole person, right? Um, but we're going to get into that. And before we do, uh, can I have Ms. Siobhan go ahead and introduce yourself as the co-host and who are you? What do you do? Hello, hello everyone. Hello, Mr. Rita and Ms. Felicia. <laughs> so excited to be up here with you all again. Um, I am looking forward to the conversation. Um, my name is Siobhan Annette. I am the FIRE Leadership Coach. I'm a certified leadership and life coach. And I'm just passionate about helping kingdom people break here, build faith, and lead confidently to impact the world for the glory and honor of God. And um, my mission is to help people not just survive, but thrive in life 
leadership and business. And so I'm a podcast host, a talk show host, as well as a best-selling author, and just doing all the things that I'm led by God to do to um, impact the world. And I love to partner with other kingdom people to do this exact same thing as a life coach. So thank you for the wonderful opportunity to be partnering with you as a co-host. Um, my name is Siobhan Annette, and I am Dusty. Thank you. <laughs> for now you are. <laughs> Miss Felicia? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, there we go. Good afternoon. My name is Felicia Garrett, and I am a licensed professional counselor and the owner of Renewed Perspectives Counseling and Consulting. Um, been doing that for about six years or so, and love to work with people and help them maintain and pursue their mental wellness, even in the midst of mental illness. So um, that is what I do and a whole lot of other things. But for this format at this time, I am glad to be able to speak on and encourage and somewhat um, regarding um, mental wellness and what the Bible says about that. Thank you so much. Thank you, both of you, so much. So I just want to give this disclaimer that this is a safe space. Um, no, nothing is going to be held against you. This is simply to break the chains, to get some liberation, um, to share with others. There may be some that are listening that are going through something and just may even want some prayer. So we definitely will have some resources for you at the end of this um, conversation that you can reach out to. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. I am so excited. Um, obviously, when we start talking about the Bible, you start doing studying just for even your personal growth and development. It's one thing. But then when you start really also getting into a topic, a specific uh, area, uh, it seems like it's never ending. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and start off with the Old Testament. So as we see in Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 28, verse 28, um, I just happened to be studying and I was like, wow, I didn't um, recall that God, you know, spoke through the prophet saying that um, he would inflict this uh, illness and all these different things on the people of God for their disobedience. And that illness was uh, part of that illness uh, was torment was the mental uh anguish and so let's start off there and talk about well okay i know we are now in the new covenant since jesus has come and we are so grateful um but you can't talk about the new without addressing the past how do you how do you want to um go about talking about that about what god did then and what he's doing today Um, I, I will start. So one of the things with that um, is that I think we have to be very mindful and very careful when we speak of this, because there has to be a, a, a certain level of understanding when it comes to the Bible and how we apply it. Because if we take apart, if someone is already, if someone is in a state of torment, in their emotional, um, you know, 
uh, emotional state or mental state, and then they and then they hear this, then there is an assumption that they have done something wrong, and that this is now a punishment to them. So there has to be a clear understanding, you know, and we have to be very mindful of that when we bring in um, a scripture to someone, especially in any any level um, of mental distress. Um, so what what I say that says is that is speaking to the people at that time regarding that. And that is true that we cannot go into, we can't just look at the new and not look at the old, but we cannot take it out of context and we have to have it in the proper content. And so that's one of the things that when people do come, and as we talked about last week about coming and seeking counseling or seeking help, um, because they are in a state of mental distress and then they are diagnosed in some form with a mental illness and now they're trying to maintain or, you know, accomplish some stuff, some level of mental wellness. Um, there, there is a lot of guilt and confusion that comes because there is a fear that they are being punished by God for something. And that's why they are in the state that they're in. So I think that's one part that we have to be very, very careful about. Um, in any position and make sure that we are breaking down the word in true context and content for the person that we're speaking to. Absolutely. Ms. Siobhan, you got anything on that? I agree with that. I think that's really good because um, as believers, and we really talked about it like uh, Ms. Felicia said last week, um, as believers, sometimes it's almost as if um, take a scripture and be okay. Like, it's the way we can present it. Um, if that's not uh, fair, that's not um, really addressing the needs, the feelings, the emotional state of someone who is in, like Ms. Felicia said, mental distress. Um, so we have to be very careful of that when applying the word of God um, with someone who is uh, dealing with any type of mental illness um, because it's a process. Um, and one thing I love that I learned about even deliverance, right? Deliverance is a process. You get prayer for deliverance, but it's important that you continue to walk that out after that moment of prayer. Because it's those same problems, those same issues um, that you may have gotten deliverance from, um, may, there may be memories that are triggered. There may be um, people that trigger it. There may be, you know, all of those things that can cause you to go back and respond the exact same way or find yourself back in a place of distress um, and feeling like you can't get unstuck. And so it's so important that people understand that this is a process and um, it's about making progress every single day um, to uh, manage, to overcome and to um, be strong, stronger than you were the other day. And so we just have to be mindful that even as we, um, go over how the Bible applies to um, mental illness, that we are very cognizant of the fact that this is not saying, take this scripture and you should be okay. If you're not, I don't know what's wrong. We have to be very mindful of that so that we are really um, understanding the humanity of what it is that we're dealing with with someone who is struggling um, with any type of mental distress. Absolutely. I agree with both of you ladies. And um, in Isaiah chapter 26, verse three, um, the word says that thou will keep him in perfect 
peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. And honestly, when I think of that scripture, I think it could be applied to any individual, um, to humanity, as you stated. Uh, it, it, it has no respect to a person. So what do you guys think about that scripture? I love that scripture. Um, I think it definitely applies. And I love it like this because it's saying... Um, God will keep your mind in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. So there's an understanding that this is not a one-time thing, but this is something that you're going to have to do regularly. Yes. This is something that you're going to have to do consistently. And that's how we really get in a place to um, um, strengthen our, our mental state is that every single day or how often a negative thought comes, we're able to combat it with something that is going to be positive, something that's going to be more productive, right? And so um, I like that scripture because it really pulls on the element of um, this is a continual thing. It's not just a, a one-time moment. I definitely agree. I also, I would also add that in where we spoke um, last week and we talked about that, um, prayer is a weapon and therapy is a strategy. Um, and that's one of the things that therapy can help someone do is learn how to refocus their mind and keep their mind, you know, as the scripture said, I will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me. And, and being able to know how to bring our minds back to God. And in the midst of everything, in the midst of the distractions, in the midst of the struggles of how do you bring your mind back there? What does that look like? How do you do that? How do you focus on the positive when it seems like there is an overabundance of, of negative or, you know, within your wall? How do you do that? So, yes, I definitely agree. And it's just about helping people to bring their minds back um, that they can have that. Absolutely. And that's what I love about mental wellness, that it's focused on helping the person. It's not to pinpoint what's so wrong with you or, you know, therapy is there to help you. You know, we we briefly discussed, you know, the stigmas and things like that of last week um, that people may have on seeking counseling or seeking help. Um, and we, I didn't get into it. I feel like as deep as I wanted to, I feel like all of the topics that God has given me definitely can come with some part twos and threes <laughs> but um that's what it's about and that's what we're here for um all for one and one for all we want uh, everyone to get the help that they need um in whatever type of setting that will suit them or that will reach them um so i'm very grateful um to have uh, you ladies up here and giving your um insight now in first peter Chapter five, verse seven, uh, it says, cast all your 